Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good Wednesday morning. Another great visual here if you're watching on TV. Looks like it's going to be a great morning here in New York City. We stand exactly two weeks from today, from the start of the NFL calendar year, free agency, everything Jeez, moving I thought towards. you were going to say March Madness. <laughs> That's a little under uh. two weeks. That's March 14th. In the NFL, we're moving towards March 17th. Two I've weeks missed from everything because Evan was in my ear talking, so... Whatever y'all was talking about, I was paying attention to him. So two weeks from today, start of the league calendar year, free agency, all of that. But, of course, with Deshaun, it's not about really free agency. It's about a trade. And let's bring in – I mean, if there's any – if there was any sentence that encapsulated the world today, it Ron was – Ron Darling. <laughs> well, yeah, he did say it. Ron Darling did say it. Big spring training today here on ESPN. And uh, if there is a, any 2021 statement that sums up everything in life, today it's all about taking advantage of other people's vulnerabilities. And that in the NFL is where we start with Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL reporter. Jeff uttered those words when it comes to one team and another and the most sought-after quarterback on the market. He said it on television a couple days ago. Jeff, take us through this because this is a really interesting wrinkle to a story everybody's following. Well, look, Deshaun Watson is in a situation right now where he's made it clear to the organization that, that he wants out. Nick Casario, the general manager, is not taking calls from other teams when it comes to a trade. Uh, I've spoken to teams that believe he eventually will do that and probably closer to the draft. The question I have is, how might he possibly lose the leverage that he currently has? Because he has all the leverage in the world. He has an elite quarterback uh, that, that is one of, really, one of only one when it comes to the availability on the market. So right now, Houston has the ability to get anything it wants for Deshaun Watson. So what happens if, say, Russell Wilson winds up uh, on the market as well? What happens if this degenerates so badly that Russ says, I want out, I want to trade? Now, all of a sudden, the supply and demand curve shifts. The Bears can say, well, look, if, we don't, if you don't accept our offer for this, we'll just go get Russ over here for the same thing. So the question here is, is the Texans leverage the best right now that it will ever be? And if you believe it is, is it not time for them to pull the trigger? And that, to me, is the question that, that both the Texans should be asking and the Bears should be asking at this point. Let me ask you this, though, uh, Jeff. At what point, though, will the other teams that are looking for a quarterback decide to go to plan B rather than to sit around That's... and play the hopscotch game with the Houston Texans for Deshaun Watson. When will they move on to plan B? That's exactly the point. And that's, and, and again, this is all about negotiations and, and timing is everything when it comes to uh, getting the best deal possible. So I understand from the Texans standpoint of saying, Hey, we're going to make everybody wait a little longer. We're going to make this thing fester. We're going to get as much as we possibly can for Deshaun Watson but, you know, it doesn't always take a hard deadline. It doesn't always have to be the day before the draft to get the most in compensation. To exactly your point, if teams decide to go to option B, if they decide to say, you know what, this is just going to drag on too long, we don't have any firm belief that we're going to wind up with Watson, we need to go over here instead, uh, at that point, that's when Houston starts to lose some of its leverage. To that point, I don't really know that there is any other option on the market at this point that even is close to Deshaun Watson. Are we talking about Sam Darnold at this point? Are we talking about Alex Smith? 
because uh, there's a, most executives don't believe uh, the conversations I've had that Russ will actually spring free and become a trade commodity. N- nobody necessarily believes that he is available on the open, open market just yet. So to all this, Nick Casario can continue to say, yeah, but what else are they going to do? Uh, again, it's all about finding that tipping point, And maybe we're just not quite there just yet. Let me ask you this uh, real quick, oh, Jeff. So we know teams need quarterbacks. We know the Chicago Bears need one in the worst way. What's more important to mm-hmm. them, though, getting a quarterback it's... or retaining Allen Robinson? Because if I'm a quarterback and I'm going there without, oh, yeah. I'm not going there without a top dog. Well, that's a good point, Key. And also, when you consider the timing of everything, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily think if they tag Allen Robinson that he winds up playing on that tag. He's made pretty clear that, uh, that, that he doesn't really love the idea of it, that he wanted to get to a long-term deal last year, wasn't able to do so. So, look, maybe that changes a little bit. And, and by the way, you can acquire your quarterback, and if he is on the tag at that point, Allen Robinson, if Deshaun Watson comes through the door, might say, you know what, I'll sign that tag, I'll do this year, and then I'll be even even bigger commodity uh, next year when I hit the open market. I mean, that's a possibility too. But again, it all comes back to timing, and it all that's the exact reason why this is going to be such an intriguing month, despite the fact that it should be uh, quite the opposite in the NFL. Instead, we're going to be talking about this one every day. Jeff, from the Bears' perspective, how much are they willing to give up for Deshaun Watson? Are you? Are we talking Khalil Mack? Well, so they they would have to go not only significant compensation, but you would think that they would have to go player. I, I don't necessarily know that it's Khalil Mack because if you're tying yourself to Deshaun Watson, you also have to think like you're doing that. You're mortgaging your future based on the fact that you believe you can win now. If you give up Khalil Mack, is that still the conversation that you're having? So, but to your point, when you look at the Jets' compensation that they could potentially provide. Uh, that feels like more. I mean, you're talking about a higher pick in the draft that could acquire a franchise quarterback in itself. So the Bears don't have that, but but there's a lot of teams right now that that covet the idea of future first-round picks as much as they do current ones. There's a lot of team building going on right now that says, if we can get a team to give up future draft picks, we're going to be okay. Um, So the Houston Texans, probably one of those teams that feel that way. You know, Nick Casario is a new GM. He probably feels that way, where as opposed to Ryan Pace, he's probably willing to give up those picks because guess what? If he doesn't get a starting quarterback, he's gone anyway. So what does it mean to him? Let's go to Seattle and the Seahawks for a second. Uh, Russell Wilson speaking out. What kind of pressure has he put internally on the organization to actually fix up that O-line and get what he wants ultimately? Uh, That's what it feels like to me. I mean, it feels like application of pressure. You know, I, I don't. I think when we we think about the relationship between Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, that's where we have to start. Um, Because at some point, these guys are going to sit down and say, all right, you fired your shot, we fired our shot. Let's sit down and try to, like, cool things off a little bit and see if we can get there. You want a little more protection? You want a little bit more say in personnel? We believe that we, as a team, have to make those decisions ourselves. Let's see if we can meet in the middle a little bit there. Uh, If that can happen, the equivalent of marriage counseling, so be it. You know, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, uh, they went through a lot of heartache, a lot of frustrations before the was completely dead last year. And and I think that they survived because they were able to go through that mediation process. The question is, can Russell and Pete do that or is their relationship already too far gone? That's the question that we all should be paying attention to uh, in, in the coming weeks to see whether Russ 
it winds up being happy enough to say, you know what, I'm not going to ask for a trade. Let's, let's run this thing back. Before we let you get out of here, Jeff, I want you to answer this question for me on our Twitter question today is, at KJZ is who would be a great logo replacing the shield in the NFL if that was <laughs> other than a hypothetical? Um, who, would be a, who, would, who would it be? Man. Doesn't have to be this age, obviously. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like I I don't necessarily think like a like a like Tom Brady obviously would make the most sense to people, but I don't think that's like the right answer. You know, like is it you know you know who like for some reason like I think of I think of like Barry Sanders. And I that's not Mm. the right answer either, but like I don't know. I could just see that kind of visual of a logo with a dude you know holding the football almost in like a a slight Heisman variation. I'll say Barry Sanders just for the fun of it. That's like actually that. been broached this morning by somebody already. You're right. That Sweet Feet would be a really cool logo. We're asking this morning. We're actually going to talk about it here in just a few moments. So if you're on the phone line ready to give us your view, hang tight. You can hit us on Twitter, KJZ. Jeff, thank you very much. Appreciate you joining us. All right, John. Thanks, Ron. JD. Thanks, Jeff. guys. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get that one Crazy. in. Crazy. Last thing I would say, and we'll continue to talk about this throughout the, the several weeks until the Bears figure out what they're going to do with the quarterback position. Everybody's talking about Watson and Trubisky and all that. Let me just say one thing. I, I think I'm the only guy on the show, whether it's us three or our crew, that thinks if the Bears just make the playoffs, I think Nagy's fine. And the reason I would say that in, in, in 15 seconds is that would be three playoff appearances in four years. And you have to remember what he inherited. John Fox, his predecessor, zero playoff appearances. The, predecessor, the guy before that, Mark Tressman, zero playoff appearances. So I think there's something to be said going three times in four Lovey, years. Lovey for Tressman? Is that? Yeah, well, Lovey eventually was there for a long, time. So long it was Lovey, time. then Tressman? And then Fox. Yes. Then Fox? Mm. They got rid of Lovey Smith. After going to a Super Bowl for Mark Tressman. Yes, and indeed before that it was Dick Jerron. So they haven't exactly, outside of Lovey Smith. Dick Jerron, man, you brought one up. <laughs> just, just saying, I, I just think, you know, Nagy makes it, he's okay. It'll be easier said than done. So you heard Jeff weigh in. Barry Sanders should be the NFL logo if the shield were to be replaced. you got 101 years of players or coaches, and what's to say you can't pick a defensive player or, or anybody? No, you, you can't. I was thinking that as I was sitting here. I'm like, Lawrence Taylor would be ridiculous. That stance coming off that edge. We'll see. Call us up. Tell us what you think. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $750. On average, your call's next. The NFL logo should be whom? You weigh in next. Dion would be good. High-stepping. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. Jay, I know. Go, 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 go. On ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Rockets and the Nets made breaking moves when James Harden went from Houston to Brooklyn. And now tonight we get our first look at Harden against his old team. Breaking Moves is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Build your winning team today. Go to LinkedIn.com slash sports. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Maybe that guy's the answer to the poll question. No, no. He, I, need to, I need to hear they, more about this party, though. Pe- people out there couldn't accept Dion being the logo. His style would just drive people crazy. Yeah, it'd be, too, it'd, it'd be too much for some people. It, like, the, I love the, it. The, I love behind, it. The, the hand behind the head and high-stepping logo? Be a cool I tried that in college. I think I might have tried it early on in the league. The culture logo. I just was – yeah, but they – no. They, people rather do something way different than prime. <laughs> Way, way different. And you said about the party. Yeah, you going to give me some details? It was fun. It was a draft party I had at the House of Blues. Is the House of Blues even around in certain it, places anymore? It's not in L.A. It's, it's going up to be a condo high-rise now. But House of Blues used to be it. So I had a draft party at the House of Blues mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. doing the draft, you know, draft party. Yeah. It was a couple thousand people. I'm just saying not a lot of people have prime at the draft party. It was, it, man, it was. That, if, I felt like the entire NFL was at the draft party. That sounds lit. Every time I looked, it was a legendary NFL guy there. But it was fun. I had a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I, I love that Keith just uses the word fun to describe it all. And that's what he should Because it was use. crazy. Yes, I was I young and, and just got drafted as the first pick. Who, and who was all there? Give me some. Who was all there? Oh, God. De- Dion, uh, Chris Mills, Chris Mims, mm. both players. Kevin Hardy, Jonathan Ogden, the late Lawrence Phillips, uh, Alex Molden, Jim Hill, sportscaster. Uh, Magic Johnson, Snoop, Suge Knight, Tupac Shakur. Stop. Ice Cube. I could just go on. It was so many Stop. People. It was crazy. Bananas, as they like to say on the East Coast. Yeah. Bananas, son. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, speaking oh, of bananas. Zubin, back to Yeah, here we go. Transition, <laughs> here we go. Suge Knight, but speaking of bananas. Back to sports. Let's keep Don't it hang in. me off a balcony, okay? <laughs> Don't hang me off. Oh, what a way to go. That's, I don't, nobody wants to go that way. Nobody wants to go that way. <laughs> you would be easy, though. <laughs> <laughs> you all right? <laughs> Do I have lotion on my ankles before Give I... Give me your bite. <laughs> Do I have lotion on my ankles before you drop me from the balcony? Leave vanilla ice alone, man. Speaking of bananas, this is a banana selection for our poll question this morning. Who should be the NFL logo? And, and by the way, if you're just joining us, they're not actually thinking about removing the shield. And we're not, but- and this is not a stupid question. <laughs> it just came up because... Co- Kyrie said the other day that he thought Kobe should be the logo, and we came up with the whole idea about, okay, if the NFL were to do this, who would be the NFL logo? Right, and it was endorsed by Vanessa Bryant, and obviously I think most people know or should know the association between Jerry West and Kobe Bryant. Jerry West obviously currently the league's logo. Maybe maybe the compromise is figure out how to put them both on the logo. I can't have a dual logo. Can't have it. Can't have can't, it. too many people. I'll get confused. Too much wide, too wide, yeah, I, too I, long. No, no. I, it's, See, one it's, silhouette. I would, it has to be a dope silhouette. I would love for Kobe to be the logo, but because Jerry West is so the logo is so iconic, why change it? Why can't they just pay Michael Jordan and let the Jumpman logo be the NBA logo? That's the most iconic silhouette in all of sports. Yeah, but I'm not. I, I, why is it? I mean, is it, it more it, iconic than the logo of the NBA now or the shield? I, 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 I mean, I don't know about the shield, but I know about the Jumpman logo is. But I is mean, it I, but is it more iconic than the NBA logo? I, we know the Jumpman, obviously, clearly. But if you put them side by side, 
I mean, but if you ask the average person, tell me one thing about these two logos. Yeah, they they know the Jumpman logo. Right. If you're under that's sure. true. No, that's true. A lot of For a lot sure. of people you would have. It. You have to kind of tell people that's Jerry West. Right. Why da, is it da, da, da. in his left hand? What's going yeah. on? Who is this? So I think from that particular point, anybody can recognize the Jumpman. Yeah, that's true. Logo. So here's the thing on on the bananas, right? So we mentioned the bananas. The they a completely. I think this is bananas, but sell it to me, Jason in Atlanta. Jason in Atlanta, you're on ESPN Radio. Who should be the NFL logo? Hey, good morning, guys, man. Love the show. Love the show. Last time I called in, you guys had to be my therapist. I went on my rant about Jerry Jones selling or trying to pick a rookie for Dak. So I feel better, Mm -hmm. guys. I'm better now. I'm a lot more calm. In regards to the logo, I would definitely say that I think it's left field, but when I think of football, I think of Ray Lewis, man. Like, I think if you imagine him on the logo coming out of the tunnel with the knee up in the air and the, like, he just to me seems way better of a pick than I know Tom Brady's got the championship. So when you think football and you think toughness and you think like just grit and grind iron, I'm, I'm with Keon Lawrence Taylor. So, like, I kind of go that route. And I, I think of Ray Lewis as just like a freaking stud. And just a beast. And and to Jay's point, I do agree with you right there, brother, on the Jumpman logo. I think that would be – that's more iconic than the NBA logo by far. But, yeah, I'm better on the Cowboys. I still love my beloved Cowboys. I love Ray Lewis to be a Cowboy, but I'm good. Yeah, he's retired now. Too late. I, no, I, that's what I said. I said uh, yeah, I said that, that, that yeah. the silhouette of that, you know, that whole deal, I was an opponent of his, and I got fired up watching him – come out of the tone like sitting there going like a little kid like here he comes here he comes and that was it it's like bam oh my god here comes ray we just wait for that moment but i don't know it i don't know that that would be the choice well, with all the for candidates many reasons with, with all the candidates i mean do you factor into their background of things that have happened in their life or is it just about the silhouette that reminds you of how great they were as a player and representation it, of the league, right? Or does it need to be a, a whole entity representation of the league with everything that's happening in your life? Because I've been a player, Jay, and I could separate the two, that I could separate the controversy side yeah. from the field or the basketball court from their life. I, I could totally do that, but there are people out there in the world that cannot. They want it, yeah. So although Ray Lewis went through what he went through mm-hmm. in his heyday, in Atlanta doing the Super Bowl is well-documented. Everybody knows the whole situation that first thing people going to point to is that. I, from a, if, I'm, if I'm a multi-billion dollar brand, I don't know if I can have that association. No, like, I, I get, you no, know, of like, course. Because I, I don't want people to even use that against me as a representation of all of us. But they're going to do the same thing. They're going to do the same thing about Kobe. I, I, they're going to do the same well, thing about Jim Brown. They're going to do the same thing about Tom Brady and the cheating scandal and the deflate gate and the film and the this and the that. And, and they're going to do all of that. That's what people do. do. They do that. They, they sit at home and they try to figure out how to discourage or be negative about something that's supposed to be positive. That's just how people are. Jackson in Virginia, you're on ESPN Radio. The NFL logo, if it was a player or an executive or anybody associated with the league, who would it be? Um, I think it would have to be like someone who's like has like an iconic stance. 
So I could see it being like Randy Moss or Jerry Rice. And then also some of the backs y'all talked about, like uh, Jim Brown and Barry Sanders. I think those will all be like the best choices just because it has to be like iconic. You have to be able to recognize who it is. Jackson, how old are you? They don't. Um, I'm I'm twelve. That's twelve. Yes, that's what we're sitting. We sitting here behind. You can't see us. We sit here. How old? I you love think, it. Is, is they playing with us? And then you mentioned Jim Brown, and my eyes went up. I'm like, wait a minute, man. That dude's got to be like 13 years Jackson, old. Jackson, you know about Jim Brown, Jackson? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. You you you, it, it, you and, with your dad right now? Uh no, I'm just by myself. How, let me let me ask <laughs> you this it. question, Jackson. How it. how do you know about Jim Brown? What did you do to learn about Jim Brown? Oh uh, uh, well, we like did um, uh, influential black figures, and he was the person I chose to do. But uh, yeah, how impressed were you with the research? Um, it was super impressive. Like obviously the stuff he did um, with Muhammad Ali um, and the the change, uh, first testing and stuff. That's, it's pretty, yeah. Yeah, that's good, man. Keep up the good work and keep getting them good grades. And, you know, I wish we could have you in studio, but unfortunately we can't have you in studio. But someday we'll have you in studio somewhere. You'll be sitting with us. Just remember I said that. Keep hey, calling in, Jackson. Hey, uh, when does okay. virtual school start? Thanks. When does school start today? Um, at 8.30. Okay, so you're not skipping out of school to call. So that's, that's the first Hey, thing. man, hey, hey, here's here's a nugget for you. Here's a nugget for you. Don't worry about what Zubin talking about. Look at me. <laughs> oh, Jackson, go to school. <laughs> thanks for calling in, little thanks, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right, brother. That was fun, uh, right? Yeah, thanks. Oh, man, for that's sure. fun. That's awesome. I was 12, like, that I'm like, how old is he? Voice? Yeah, I had to ask Zubin. I'm like, uh, I went and asked him. I was like, how old are you? I, yeah. I didn't know. That's good though. That's see, awesome. See, young. That's when you say Jim Brown. Yeah, he's doing his research on it, Jay. Yeah. He said Randy he, Moss too. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. knows. He, yeah, he, he knows. knows. That's more his contemporary, Randy Moss. Think about it. Okay, Reggie D in New Orleans. You're on ESPN Radio. NFL logo. How old are you, Reggie? <laughs> <laughs> Slightly older, I would imagine. <laughs> Reggie D, what you got? TJ and Jay will. Let me tell me. Let me allude some to you guys. What's up? The person should be on the, the logo is Al Davis. What are you talking about? A commitment to excellence. I like that. I like that, uh, Randy. Uh, I mean, I like that uh, Bondi Lot jersey you got on. You heard me? Yeah, for sure, Bodie. I'm just trying to tell you something. I'm a Jersey man. And I love football. Al Davis. You know why? Because Al Davis personified the NFL when he challenged Pete Rozell. Hello. How you doing? And I, all I got to say is, who would not be better than Al Davis? But Reggie, how many how many young people out there you think know Al Davis? Well, how many people know Jim Brown? Well, I think a lot Duh. more people know Jim Brown than Al Davis. Wait, wait, do you know who Al Davis is? Yes, I'm familiar with who Al Davis is. <laughs> yes, I'm. Familiar. Okay, well, well, what I'm what I'm saying to you, he's an iconic figure of the NFL, for as you know, doing things for the NFL. Uh, hiring black minority coaches, such as, uh, you know, Tom Flores and uh, the other black general manager. I I can't remember his name right now. Head coach Archell. Reggie McKenzie. that being said. Reggie McKenzie, yeah. A commitment to what? Excellence. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I don't know if the league itself would sign off on Al Davis being a logo, but Al Davis played an important role 
in the NFL for many years, that's for sure. Yeah, the interesting thing about Al Davis, the irony of of course, would be he was probably most known for butting heads with maybe the most iconic NFL commissioner of mm-hmm. all time. So at some point, the current NFL commissioner would probably have to sign off on that. Probably not going to happen. And again, this is just a conversation. All right, Tim in Louisville, you want to uh, weigh in on this? What you got? Louisville. Yes, I love the show. How about Jim Brown and Tom Brady united? Ooh. Yeah, I think that would be good. You got a little bit of old, a little bit of new. A little running back, quarterback. But I think Jay Will made a great point, too, is just too much going on, right? It just make, it makes me disoriented. I'm like, what, what, which one is it? And is it I mean, easy, simplistic? You could, but you could, I guess. I guess if it's not necessarily a silhouette, it's more of in their uniforms, kind of, you know, artists can, I'm sure somebody that's an artist can put it together. That's what we need. That, 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 Hey, if you're out there, if you're listening to us on social, if you're an artist, we need some mock drafts, Zubin. We need some mock drafts sent our way. We're going to do that real quick, huh? I mean, I mean, bring it, we can bring it in tomorrow, the next day. I mean, people out there, send us some mock drafts of what you think the new NFL logo should be. Send us something positive. Yes, please. Not, no crazy mock drafts. You know where I'm talk, what I'm talking about. And hit us up all throughout the morning. We'll continue to take your calls, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776, Key J&Z on Twitter. Actually, send us your crazy mock drafts. I want to see them anyway. <laughs> On the way in one minute, we're heading back to school for a 20-year degree. That's on the way after this Sports Center update. Crazy night in college basketball last night. We'll talk about it with our college basketball analyst, Seth Greenberg. He'll be here in a couple hours, but early yesterday evening, well, 5 o'clock Eastern tip, you don't see it often, Baylor over West Virginia 94-89 in OT, and boy did the Bears need that after the three-week layoff. They barely got past Iowa State, who's having a horrendous season, then the loss to Kansas over the weekend. They clinch a share, at least a share of the Big 12 title, their first conference title since 1950, when they were back in the Southwest Conference. They get past Huggins and West Virginia. Suns hold off the Lakers 114 104. The Suns are playing fantastic basketball. They've won 15 of their last 18 games. We should mention LeBron tonight. LeBron and company are in Sacramento to take on the Kings, and the King will not play. He'll be out with rest. That's his first game that he'll miss this season, coming off the loss to Phoenix. And speaking of LeBron on this date in 2014, the face mask, the shield, or whatever you want to call it. LeBron scored 61 with that impediment <laughs> hanging over his face in a win over the Bobcats when he was, of course, playing from Miami down there in South Beach, and obviously everything LeBron has done here since that point for the social justice movement, Black History Always, one of the great of many performances by LeBron. Sports Center brought to you by Mako it was 2020 full of dings, dents, and scratches. Using your tax refunded Mako can help refresh your ride with your refunded Mako to undo a little bit of last year. Head to Mako.com to get a free online estimate today. Uh oh, better get Mako. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. So you recognize that music? That's a little old college football on ABC music, oh, yeah. ready to go, right? Sitting there Saturday afternoon, 3.30 Eastern, 12.30, where Key grew up, getting ready for the big college football game of the day. That music certainly stirs some memories. Why are we talking about it? Well, Bill, Collin, uh, or Bill Connolly, who I have uh, worked with on SportsCenter over the years, as into the numbers as anybody we have in any sport, put together a ranking of the best college quarterbacks of the last 20 years. So we'll go from the turn of the millennium and let's just call it through 2020, even though 2020 was hard for a lot of people to quantify. And like I said, he absolutely loves the numbers. Here's who Baker, uh, excuse me, here's who Bill had at number one, Baker Mayfield. We're going to get Key's real rankings because Key is a player, did the eye test. Bill, like me, just does the numbers. So here, Uh-oh. <laughs> hey, sometimes that's all we got. So we got to go with what we got. Me and Bill are with the numbers. Bill at Baker Mayfield at number one. Remember, of course, he played at Texas Tech and Oklahoma from 2013 to 17. Heisman winner, multiple appearances in the college football playoff. Part of the reasoning Bill has as we get to Key's top quarterbacks of the 2000s was the story. The walking on to Texas Tech, told he wasn't good enough, went to Oklahoma, displaced Trevor Knight, and then was just amazing. All of the statistics he had in college leading all the way through him being picked number one in the 2018 draft. I'm sure most of you, of course, are familiar with his story. So that is why he has Baker at number one. 69% completion rate, 131 touchdowns, 30 picks. The numbers there and the body of work. You can check out the piece right now online. All right, Key, that's what the numbers say. Bill's got Baker, number one quarterback in college football of the last 20 years. Let's get Key's real rankings and see if Baker Mayfield even makes the cut. Key, let's get it going. Yeah, let's start with number six. And I, and I look, it's so amazing that I, when I put this together, I didn't realize that everybody on this list has something in common. But let's start at number six, and I'm going with Joe Burrow out of LSU. You mm. talk about numbers. He threw for 8,852 passing yards in two years at the starting back, the starting quarterback position, 69% completion percentage, 11 interceptions only to 78 touchdowns. He rushed for 13 touchdowns. When you think about it, he was a full-time starter one year. He won a national championship, Heisman Trophy, and became the number one overall pick. That's pretty impressive. Then when you move to number five, here's a guy named Jameis Winston. Now, Bill had him ranked as 16th. Uh, that's fine. Jameis Winston was one of the best quarterbacks in the history of college football. He sits at number five for me. The years between 2013 and 2014 was crazy. Again, number one overall pick, 66% completion percentage, 65 touchdowns, seven rushing on the ground. And you talk about yards, sliver under 8,000, and he too won a national title. Mm. Let's move to number four. 
Number four, the guy that's been in the news the most in the offseason at the quarterback spot, that would be Deshaun Watson. Bill had him at the sixth spot. I have him at four. 10,000 yards, 67% completion percentage, 90 touchdowns in college football, 2,000 yards rushing on the ground with another 26 touchdowns. You may never see that from a college quarterback again. I mean, it's ridiculous, his ability and the things that he was capable of doing. He slid in the draft, but we all know what was it now. Number three, another guy who only played one year at Auburn, won a national title, started at Florida, but in that one year, 3,000 yards in the air, 65% completion percentage, 30 touchdowns to seven interceptions, 1,500 yards rushing in 24 touchdowns on the ground. Ridiculous for Cam Newton, who too was a number one overall pick as well as a Heisman candidate and a Super Bowl appearing quarterback. And then this one at number two, never mind the numbers, just his pure ability. Vince Young, University of Texas, 6,000 passing yards, 62% completion percentage, 44 touchdowns, 3,100 yards on the ground, and 37 touchdowns, and he beat my USC Trojans in a Rose Bowl to win a national title. One of the greatest games of all time. One of the greatest games of all time. And when you talk about quarterbacks over the last 20 years, how could he not be in your top five? But number one. Shocking. It's not shocking. (laughs) It's not shocking at all. This guy out of the University of Southern California, who Bill had ranked way, way down the charts at number 17, Matt Leinart. 10,000 yards in the air, 65% completion percentage, 99 touchdowns, uh, nine rushing TDs. Carson Palmer's gone, so everybody figured Pete Carroll and the USC Trojans would be dead and out of the waters. Heisman Trophy candidate, two-time Heisman Trophy finalist. Like, come on, man, seriously? Like, he had him ranked at 6 to 17? How could you have Matt Leinart at 17? I'm with you on that. I'm with you not 17. I don't know if I have him number one, but – Who's 17 better? is disrespectful. The dude was a dynasty quarterback. USC was considered at that time the greatest dynasty in football, in college football. Who else is better at quarterback in terms of dynasty? I'm not saying he's better. How the hell do you not have Tim Tebow on this list? Is, is it more so because of what happened post-college career? Because the college career Heisman Trophy winner, nominee twice, Almost threw for 10,000 yards, almost had 3K yards rushing. What was it about it that didn't make you like TT? A lot of people are wondering that. Yes. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Why? I'm not. No, I'd say quarterback. He's a quarterback. He played the quarterback position. Not for me. What do you mean not for you? Nope. My list. I know it's your list, but I'm asking you why he's not on your list. I. I can't. I can't do it, man. You have to give me. I a can't do it in the top can't. six. I can't. That's. I, it's hard for me to justify. I'm sorry. He, wait, but you, you can't justify by only saying because he's not a quarterback. <laughs> I, I just, you have to tell me. We need to bring damn team TV on the show. Tim, if you hear me, come on the show. I defend just your legacy it. here. I'm sorry. He is disrespecting you no, on I'm national not. TV and I radio. I just think that I prefer the other guys more. That's all. I just prefer the other I understand guys it's subjective. <laughs> I just prefer the other guys more. Zubin, he gives me nothing. T- t- I can't give he, you anything. He gives me a polarizing you know, omission of Tim Tebow, one of the greatest quarterbacks we've seen in college football in the history of the game, 
and he doesn't want to put him on I his think, top six I list. I think uh, there's a lot of – for me, I don't like Tim Tebow's style of play. What um, about his style? What about it? I just didn't – it, 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 it wasn't smooth as some of these other guys hmm. in terms of the quarterback position. Numbers-wise, yeah, he's numbers-wise. He was part of two national championship teams. He won one as, a, as the single quarterback. The other one he split with Chris Leak at the time. Um, yep, the first one. The first one. Yep. And so I just – you know, doesn't mean he's not eight if I had a list or seven if I had a longer list. He's just not uh, in my top six. couple numbers here to accentuate Jay's what? point. No, no, I, no, I no. He said, if I were to make my list top ten, doesn't mean he's seven, eight, or nine. I'm yeah. Just, yeah, just, I didn't make my list top ten. So you made your list top six. You should unplug right now because this won't even matter to Key. Tim Tebow threw for 9,285 yards, 88 touchdowns, 16 picks, 2,947 on the ground, 57 rushing touchdowns. Stats incredible brought to you by can't my computer it, career. What? Training right. for a better life. Jay will weigh in, and if there's an omission for Tebow, I think there's a guy that's a little too low on Key's list, and we'll get your thoughts as well on Key's list, best quarterbacks of the last 20 years in college football. If you're just joining us, one through six, Leinert, Young, Newton, Watson, Winston, Burrow, in that order. Is Key crazy? Who are we missing? Who's too I'm low? I'm sure we're missing somebody. Who's too high? Tell us. Well, that's my list, though. Key's definitely crazy. He's so, always been crazy. Somebody tell, I'm sure somebody's going to say Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Patrick Mahomes, I'm sure. This is college over the last 20 years. This is not the NFL. has nothing to do with their NFL careers because Matt Leinart did not have yeah, a great yeah. NFL career. Jameis Winston is still trying to return the crab legs. So, you know. Right. Great opportunity for a public sponsorship in the Southeast, especially where the SEC network uh, is huge. Of course, he played in the ACC. Keyshawn J. Will is even presented by Progressive Insurance. Drawn butter? Drawn butter? All guests on the Goodyear hotline. By the way, uh, Bill had uh, Patrick Mahomes 54th. but See? See? Go go ahead, Zubin. Gotcha. Call us, 888-ESPN. Who's on the list? Who's too low? Who's too high? Who are we missing? Plus, Tom Brady weighing in. Sober after the Super Bowl. That's Jay. next. After Key has this from Indeed. Jay could with the, he he knew I missed out on Tim Tebow. He couldn't wait trying to start trouble. <laughs> All right. As a business owner, time is your most valuable resource. That's why Indeed has instant match. Post and sponsor job and Indeed instant searches millions of resumes in their database to deliver candidates who fit job description the best. Want to go beyond the resume? Choose from over 135 skill tests to challenge applicants on hard skills like computer proficiency or soft skills like customer service. Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. From A to Z is brought to you by Dell for your small business needs. Call a Dell Technologies Advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. Of course, Tom Brady played his college football at Michigan, just missing out on the cut line for our question about the best quarterback of the last 20 years. I guess you could squeeze him and technically you want to go bowl game here or there. But your best college quarterbacks of the last 20 years react to Key's list. we got full phone lines in a second. But, of course, Tom is now... A seven-time Super Bowl champion with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He was on the Late Late Show with James Corden on CBS and asked about not all the passes he threw in the game, but that one pass he made during the parade. First of all, I was not thinking at that moment. There was not a thought. It was, this seems like really fun to do. And um, not to mention, 
when you get your hands on one of those trophies, there are a lot of really sharp edges on the bottom, you know, yeah. where the stand is. Obviously, the ball is what it is. But and then I found out later that had they had that been an incomplete pass, that would have went down like 80 feet. Oh, you're um, never seeing it again. So is what is this? Is this sea legs or, or dare I say it, a touch of tequila? Oh, man. I think a little of both, a little of both. It's, uh, it was definitely a moment of celebration. I'm happy I'm on land at that point, absolutely. Happy I'm being surrounded by my fellow quarterback, Griff, yeah. in the right place at the right he time. Really you know. How about that? Brady, sober, talking about his episode drunk. You're not impressed by James Corden, I can tell, obviously. No, I'm, I'm just, I, I was James, looking James at, Corden's different. No, I was looking at the video because I was trying to see how the distance between the boat, oh, like how far, yeah. you know. Because it really wasn't, uh, it was wasn't that far. It's a toss, but people are making it seem like right. he dropped back ten yards and threw a spiro when it really was just a a toss. And he can toss that, and I'm sure the other side is big enough that you can catch it. Right. And so you know the young lady who who father uh, was a part of designing the first Lombardi Trophy. She didn't appreciate Tom Brady doing it, but me, I'm like, eh. That's why I was looking. I'm like, whatever. I spent a weekend during Coachella, uh, my boy Scott's house, and James Cor- Corden was there. Is it Corden? I always butcher Corden. it. Corden. Yeah, C-O-R-D-E-N. C- Corden. Okay. Corden. Yeah. Was there. He tells a lot of jokes. Not all funny, but... Uh, like a Zubin. It's like, I'm like, oh, you're way funnier on TV sometimes, James. A L- little but, more uh, talented. Like writer. 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 Jokes sometimes. Broadway. Yeah. Late night host. He can Brilliant. Definitely Brilliant. is good producers, good writers. Yeah. Yes, right. he definitely has good, good producers and yes, good writers. And yes, good he writers. does. See what that does? Let's see what see, good producers yeah, does for Let's you? see if we can steal a couple of his. Yeah. Yes, let's find out. <laughs> let's find out the answer to this question this morning. <laughs> Our Bill Connolly posted on ESPN.com, essentially the best quarterbacks of the last 20 years in college football. He had Baker Mayfield first. Key did not have Baker on his list. If you're just joining us, best quarterbacks last 20 years in college. You could add the story as well because part of Baker's uh, ascension to number one with Bill was the fact that he went from walk-on to walk-on to number one overall pick in the NFL, and that last part is part of his story. Key's top six, Matt Leinert, Vince Young, Cam Newton, Deshaun Watson, Jameis Winston, Joe Burrow, in that order from one to six. There's a notable omission that uh, Jay brought up in Tim Tebow. Here's the one thing I would say. I think Cam Newton, it was just one season, but you have to think about it. Um, Joe Burrow, like you said, had a decent first season, and then he just absolutely exploded. exploded. Cam Newton came out of Blinn Junior College, yes. had never played. I mean, he was at Florida, actually in the same quarterback room as Tim Tebow, believe it or not. Uh, he came to Auburn straight out of JC, where he did a great job, but let's just be honest, it's still junior college football. Hey, watch out. I went no, to no, Juco. No. But in one year was scintillating amazing. Yeah. He probably had the greatest rally against his arch rival. They were down against Alabama, huge in that game, came back to win, and then won the national championship in thrilling fashion. So the reason I would try to elevate Cam, even though he doesn't have the sample size argument that all the other guys do, especially Matt Leinard, who did it uh, for so long, it's just the idea that you could literally come out of a JC in Texas, shake off the rust, and then dominate college football like nobody's seen in the toughest conference in America. Just my thoughts. Shane in South Carolina, you're on ESPN Radio. Who's Key missing? Key, I think Key has had a few too many Buddy Marys this morning because the omission of Tim Tebow is absolutely insane. Especially when you've got one-year wonders on there like Joe Burrow and Cam Newton. Mm. 
it's hard to ignore mm. Tebow's stats. He's a winner. Shane, I'm with that. That's I mean, the first thing I said, Shane. I'm not ignoring him. He's just not in my top six. I'm not, I'm ignoring, not ignoring him. I just don't see I him on my top I can stretch it to six. seven if you want me to. Is he seven? But when I think about guys like Vince Young, who took down the USC Trojan at the time, was arguably being given the face of college football program mm-hmm. in the dynasty. They hadn't lost forever, right? It, just, it was just he goes and takes them down. Or I look at Cam Newton, much like you talked about. I went to junior college. I know what it is eating out of vending machines at junior college and then going to a major university and exploding onto the scene. So then when I look at my others, I, I look at Deshaun Watson. Like, who's Tim Tebow replacing from the four guys I just mentioned? Then I look at, then I look at Jameis Winston. Historical moments at Florida State. Like, really? Yeah, two years, a national championship, a Heisman, and an undefeated season in two years. And then Joe Burrow burst onto the scene just out of nowhere. Like, come on. I get Tim Tebow. I I understand the love of fest. I understand all that. Again, doesn't mean that he's 29th. It just means I got six. And he's not part of the six. Yeah, we can continue so, to take your calls all morning long. Yeah, There's Jay. a fellas on hey, hold. Don't get mad at amazing, me. That's Shane calling him from South Carolina. With some amazing names we have yet to hear next. Still to come, James Harden has had an amazing mm-hmm. short run in Brooklyn. He's back in Houston tonight. Hear from the Beard on the reunion next. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.